Apps. 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 This is Revelations Radio News with Andrew Hoffman and Tim Kilkenny on the Revelations Radio Network. podcasting to you from the seaside town of Edmonds, Washington, where I am happy that I'm not standing on top of the walls of Jericho. I am one of your hosts, and my name is Tim Kilkenny. I am from Hood River, Oregon, in my new slightly constricted office-slash-bedroom. I'm Andrew Hoffman. Slightly constricted. Moved in a big dresser over the weekend. Gotta be able to handle more baby stuff, but... uh, it was a small compromise to make to um, stay in our hum- current humble abode. There you so. go. You still in the same house that I visited a year or so ago? Yep. Yep. There you go. Well, ha- house meaning apartment. Yeah. But. Yeah. But you had a two-story setup there, a little walkout. You know, you're not like on the top floor or anything like right. that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, it's a nice little tourist town, but it is uh, in the middle of a real estate bubble. <laughs> so. Calling this a bubble because uh, that's what's happening. See, I don't know yeah. if mine's a bubble or not. There's a lot of tech money up here, so I don't know if it's a bu- if the bu- if there's a tech bubble. This is definitely a bubble, but I don't know, man. It's it's crazy right now. It's crazy. Yeah. So well, let's did just you say- predict it? Well, I've, I've got I've got one word for you, Tim. I'm ready. Uh, pets.com. Pets.com. <laughs> I don't even know what this is. What's happening at pets.com? Well, nothing's happening because they've been out of business since for years. But they had a Super Bowl commercial and released the stock, and it was amazing. And they were out of business less than 300 days later. <laughs> That was like the height of the the first internet boom. Yeah. And so the, the post-mortem on the company said, well, they were selling everything for 30% less than it cost them. Jeez. <laughs> so it's like, uh, we're not making any money, but we're going to make it up on volume. We're going to make it up on go. volume. Yeah. There you go. That's a good That's a good business plan. But now I have to ask you this. Is it really a tech bubble? Or what, is it really a housing bubble when companies like Amazon, Microsoft, Boeing, Google are all in the area and hiring? Well, um, yeah, it's still a bubble. I mean, I read a story about a, a Seattle teardown. Didn't, did we read it on the show? Yeah, know. we read it on the show. Yeah. 47 bids later in a bidding war, it sold for over double its asking price. I don't think we didn't read that on the show. For a, a house that was a, a teardown, um, listed for 200000 sold for like 470000 And they tore it down. Yeah, it was unsafe to enter. You couldn't enter it. Right. Well, I got... I got- <laughs> Just a block away from me, I have probably, I don't know, down on the water, I'll go with five to eight houses in the last two years that have been purchased and completely torn down and then built from the mm-hmm. ground up. Yeah. Uh, my in-laws were looking at properties nearby and saw one, thought this is going to be a great a great purchase, let's go reach out to them and, and see if we can get it. And uh, they were told that an investor had purchased it for you know way over asking price, and they were just a little bit too late. And then they saw that house pop up on uh, the same site, you know, within a couple of weeks for rent. <laughs> mm. So people just you know get it, 
rent it and drive the house up. Anyway, housing market's yeah. crazy around here. So, uh, but I'm I'm just asking you, did you call it? It seems like the uh, Trump campaign is imploding at this point. Uh, or no, at it least an, it according was, it to was, the media. Um, it was imploding last week. This week was like best week ever. Oh, is it best week ever? Yeah. So is it Trump wins by a landslide or he blows up the entire Republican Party? Is there, I don't think there's any in between. It's just one or the other. <laughs> uh, I think he's going to win in a landslide. You still think that? Yeah. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. I, I, mean, think I don't really it, care one way or the other. He's, a, he's an idiot, but I mean. Yeah, it's just. Um, Do you know what? You know, if we, we want to make a bunch of money, I have an idea. Okay. We're going to become YouTube production artists, okay? And we're going to go for views only, okay? And we're going to make <laughs> like a 30 minute long video. Not even 30 minutes. We'll go 12. 12 minute long video, maybe 22 tops. And it's going to have a lot of scary music and basically, and you're going to narrate, I'll, I'll make the musical score, do the design part. <laughs> you narrate and you got to come up with, you got to take some Bible verses out of context. And, and the title of the, of the video is why Trump is the antichrist that will reign in the last days. <laughs> we'll, we'll make, we'll make so much money. Do you mean no, I, I think you'd this? make more. You'd make more money with Hillary because the if you're going for the prophecy market. Yeah, I guess that's true. You want it? You want? We'll we'll title it "Why the Bible Got It Wrong: The Antichrist Is Actually a Woman." Is actually Hillary Clinton. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but my uh, my actual take is, you know, that America's gonna basically disappear from relevance long before the events in revelation that's not a very popular take that's been years in my take for a very long time yeah yeah it's not not a not a good way for uh generating short-term interest <laughs> the old website not gonna sell a lot of books with that one andrew no no proved it no, i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> well well i've got uh looks like you're responsible for all the stories i thought i put one or two of them in but i don't think they made it no the, you've got the chemtrails story down okay. at the bottom you want to do that one? Oh, jeez i'll start off with my only one sure i'm gonna blame it on a uh, secret folder uh not in uh, secret folder uh out of order that's what i'm gonna blame it on it, um, yeah, it wasn't working at all earlier, but it yeah. it recovered in time for the show. So. Chemtrails not real, says atmospheric science experts. Well understood physical and chemical processes can explain the alleged evidence of a secret large-scale atmospheric spraying program commonly referred to as chemtrails or, co or covert geoengineering concludes a new study from Carnegie Science, University of California, Irvine, and the nonprofit organization Near Zero. Some groups and individuals erroneously believe that the long-lasting condensation trails or contrails left behind aircraft are evidence of a secret large-scale spraying program. They call these imagined features chemtrails, adherents of this conspiracy theory sometimes attributed uh, some sometimes attribute this attribute this alleged spraying to the government and sometimes to industry. The authors of this study, including Carnegie's Ken Calderia, conducted a survey of the world's leading atmospheric scientists who categorically rejected the existence of a secret spraying program. The team's findings, published by Environmental Research Letters, are based on a survey of two groups of experts: atmospheric chemists who specialize in condensation trails and geochemists working on atmospheric. Uh, deposition of dust and pollution survey results show that 76 of the 77 participating scientists said they had not encountered evidence of a secret spraying program and agree that the alleged evidence cited by the individuals who believe that atmospheric spraying is occurring could be explained through other factors such as typical airplane contrail formation and poor data sampling i just got a kick out of this article because 
it's again 76 out of 77 scientists agree and um <laughs> the uh it could be explained through other factors and what was the other part? Well, I, I like the poor data you sampling. En- have you encountered evidence? It's like, well, did he look for evidence? <laughs> well, and poor data sampling. Like, I don't know. I think I feel like I have pretty decent data sampling. Of, I can walk outside and look in the sky. Yeah. I mean, how much data sampling do you need? And uh, it's I've never heard anyone who's any like, you know, chemtrail conspiracy theory website that said contrails aren't real no or that or all of them are chemtrails they say here's a contrail here's a chemtrail notice how a contrail disappears slowly you know as the plane goes through the air it doesn't hang in the air and then giant bank of clouds by the end of the day and then yeah and then drop slowly to the earth and make the whole sky hazy yeah that's just the contrail hey Tim, it's science, all right? Hey, 76 people What do you get? I mean, clearly there's only 77 atmospheric scientists in the world. What? I, my immediate thought was, what did number 77 have to say about it? Like, yes, yeah. I, I've, I've, encountered, <laughs> I've encountered geospraying, you know, geoengineering. Like, yeah, I've actually studied this and it's real. <laughs> and I'm working on it for the... Uh, I should have grabbed the clip of the guy talking about um, atmospheric spraying programs to combat global warming. Yay! Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, government thing. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. I threw this story in because this was on your Revelations Radio News podcast before. It was on. Yahoo News. Okay. Uh, our, during our last show, you mentioned talking uh, oh, to someone right. at work about how their their job is to recruit for the military, and they're being told to recruit women, and the women don't want to go into combat roles. So this is from Yahoo.com. Marines turn to girls' high school sports teams for recruits. The U.S. Marine Corps is looking for a few more good women. And this time the campaign is a bit different. Marine recruiters are turning to girls' high school sports teams to find candidates who may be able to meet the Corps' uh, rigorous physical standards, including the frontline combat jobs now open to women. All right. So, and <laughs> it's, I've uh, told them that 10% is where we want to go, and they're working on it. Neller told the Associated Press in an interview go recruit more women, find them, they're out there. <laughs> All right, so there you go. Just uh, confirming what you were talking about. That's that's but with a nice positive spin from Yahoo. Yeah, they can't. It can't be done. Look how politically correct and you know feminist leading our society is that instead of like being protected and valued as carrying on, you know, the human race to future generations. (laughs) We now want at least 10% of our cannon fodder to be women. Yay. Yeah. You could totally be killing people right now, you know? So. It'd be neat. Yeah. It'd be neat. Uh, let's see. You want to go... Uh, economy or politics? politics oh i've got actually i've got a story that merges the two google hides clinton body count search suggestions okay so uh what is your search engine is it DuckDuckGo? yes okay so enter clinton first just enter clinton okay what does it suggest bill and then foundation Latest news. So go. So type. Start typing in body as in Clinton body. Boom! Oh, I got it. It's a week. It, and uh, so DuckDuckGo often has a Wikipedia uh, thing at the top, and it popped the whole thing up. Okay. I got a Wikipedia entry. I got Clinton body. I got Clinton body count. I got Clinton body count fact sheet. Clinton Benghazi scandal. Clinton Brown. Clinton body bags. Okay. Can you 
try um, or can you change your yeah, let's just pop, default search engine to Google? I'll just pop over to Google itself and we'll go cl oh, Clinton. Wow. Clinton. Okay. Let's see if I go body. Ah, I got Clinton Body Shop. Body Shop. What is a Clinton Body Shop? A Clinton Body <laughs> Count video. Clinton Body Language. Clinton, Clinton Body Count Imager. Hmm. Yeah. So they replaced Clinton Body Count as a suggestion with Clinton Body Shop, which, you know, maybe in somewhere named Clinton something, there's a body shop named after the town. But I don't think that's what people are, are searching for. So um, I think that's a le legitimate example of, um, you know, a search engine trying to alter or guide people away from searching for certain things. In this case, the Clinton body count. Well, we might as well stay with that one. Um, World Net Daily which uh, we don't do a lot of World Net Daily stories. <laughs> I feel like uh, well, that is the opposite of the idea of the show. So we're the anti-world, I mean, the antithesis of World Net Daily? Uh, not exactly. No. We're going to need them for our prophecy YouTube videos. That's true. So this is one good ad on World Net Daily, and we'll be rolling in the money. Did you hear there's a blood moon on the election day? <laughs> no, I didn't hear that. <laughs> I bet if I, I bet I could convince people of that though. <laughs> you hear, there's a, there's you, a, uh, total solar eclipse visible from the Oregon coast tomorrow morning. With a blood moon. <laughs> That's like even crazier than a blood moon. Dude, it's not, it's not. Blood moons. It's all about the blood moons. <laughs> the, all right. The day, the so, inauguration day, January twentieth, twenty seventeen. Blood moon. Straight blood moon. <laughs> we just got done with the, uh, the brightest, sturgeon moon. The brightest blood moon in seven thousand years. All right. Not since the ancient Israelites has there been a blood moon like this. <laughs> and that is all made up, folks. Don't. Do you know that in the, <laughs> you know, that, that this blood moon happened during the Inquisition, which happened over a hundred and fifty year period? Every time this yeah. blood moon happens within ten years, a major world figure maybe, dies. Maybe before, maybe after. Maybe there's a historically significant event within, you know, ten, twenty, fifty, a hundred years of each blood moon. It's crazy. What if I told you that the gravitational pull? That's created by the blood moon is going to bring Planet X into Earth's orbit. It's going to throw everything oh, out of whack. That's crazy. Someone, someone, tell Steve Quayle right away. <laughs> I mostly, mostly like Steve Quayle. Oh, yeah. Kind of. Nothing wrong with Steve Quayle. I mean, by nothing wrong with it. I mean, I don't. I think that just. The, uh, I don't turn him for news source. Let's just say that. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he's a nice guy, but yeah. I'm not looking to him like, hey, what's Steve Quayle got to say about this election? What does what did his sources say? That's what I want to know. Will somebody get Jaw Rule. All right. Somebody okay. get Jaw Rule on the phone. Before we, you don't even you don't even get that joke. Come on, man. Jaw Rule. No. Somebody will get the joke out there. Dave Chappelle was talking about how dumb the media was, and after 9-11, he's like flipping through the channels, and he hits MTV, and they say, hold on a second, hold on a second. This, uh, breaking news. We got Ja Rule on the phone. Stop worshiping celebrities so much. Just don't listen, pay attention. I remember right around September 11th, uh, Ja Rule was on MTV. That's what they said. They said, we got Ja Rule on the phone. Let's see what Ja's thoughts are on this tragedy. Who gives a things at a time like this, nigga. This is ridiculous. I don't want to dance. I'm scared to death. I want some answers that Ja Rule might not have right now. You think when bad shit happens to me, I'll be in the crib like, oh my god, this is terrible. Could somebody please find Ja Rule, get hold of this
so I can make sense of all this. Where is Job? Add me, Jaru. Who's just like, get Jaru on the phone, man? <laughs> anyway. So listen to this zinger of a headline. I'm ready. Clinton death list. 33 spine-tingling cases. <laughs> so World Net Daily compressed the, the Clinton body count, which they somehow changed to Clinton death list, which, no, it's the Clinton body count. It's always been the Clinton body count. Uh, to 33 examples. Not 30, not 25, not 40, not 50. 33. And this is a crazy long article, but it's actually very... Uh, Good. Like if you've heard us refer to Clinton body count, this is this is a good place to start. So and isn't twenty isn't Clinton body count from what really happened dot com? Yeah. 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 Okay. So and they kind of reference that without giving them credit. Um, but say you know they went through and some of those people aren't even actually dead, sure. and some people are only very peripherally related to the Clintons. But they say these thirty three. <laughs> Um, so they do, uh, Seth Rich and mm -hmm. they added Seth Rich. Oh, you, yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. No, there have been three editions like in the last two weeks. Holy cow. So, um, well, this is interesting. Which, I'm on Clinton body count now. What really happened? They got Michael Hastings in here, which I think is interesting. Hmm. That is interesting. I'm going to run through a couple of these. One of the emails leaked during the 2016 Democratic Convention uh, hack confirmed that Hillary had received Hastings' damning investigative report of the attack on the Benghazi consulate five months before his death. Hmm. Hmm. I was, yeah, I was wondering what the connection was there. Um, so there's a lot of these, and... What the Clintons generally do when there's scandal after scandal after scandal, they have to hit a scandal, distract from a scandal with another scandal. Right. They do a, a Clinton cat. Like, what is it? What was it? They do like a distraction scandal, like you said. Right. So, and that's what I, I always thought the email thing was a distraction scandal from the Clinton Foundation. Um Monica they definitely really don't want the Clinton Foundation stuff out there. And you remember, Monica Lewinsky was a distraction because Whitewater and a bunch of the other stuff was coming out. Uh, and then not just Whitewater, but the uh, all the uh, I mean, Arkansas stuff was coming out. Right. And all of a sudden, his buddy from college, Kenneth Starr, ends up being the investigator on the oral sex case instead. Right, and that's what all the the... You know, Bill Maher types refer to it like, oh, it was just him not even having an affair, just getting a mm -hmm. getting oral sex. And that was that's what it was all about. Like, no, that was never what it was all about. That's what he ended up. He got impeached for lying to Congress about that. Right. But that was never the, you know, the worst stuff he was accused of. So here's a few more people. Uh, Sean Lucas died on August 2nd, 2016. He helped serve the DNC with the lawsuit, claiming then-DNC chairwoman Debbie Wasserman Schultz rigged the, quote, rigged the primary for Hillary Clinton. Uh, the complaint was served before Wasserman Schultz resigned amid the, amid the WikiLeaks scandal, uh, email scandal on July 24th, less than one month after he helped serve the lawsuit. Uh, his girlfriend found him dead in his bathroom. And cause of death still pending. Victor Thorne, August 1st, 2016, authored four books on the Clintons, uh, Hillary and Bill, the sex volume, Hillary and Bill, the drugs volume, Hillary and Bill, the murder volume, and crowning Clinton, why Hillary shouldn't be in the White House. Thorne reportedly committed suicide with a gun on his 54th birthday on a mountaintop in Pennsylvania. Inquisitor reported that Thorne uh, made several appearances on the Russell Scott Show and told the host, Russell, if I'm ever found dead, it was murder. I would never kill myself. Uh, Joe Montano, very close to Joe Montana. It's quite the name. 
July 25th, 2016. He was the chairman of the Democratic National Committee before Debbie Wasserman Schultz and was also an aide to Hillary's running mate, Tim Kaine, and uh, died of a heart attack after the WikiLeaks email dump, 47 years old. So Seth Ridge, we, we've talked about him. Uh, John Ash, we also, no, I think I threw a s- story, but this was while we were on our forced, uh, you know, website hosting mandated hiatus. Okay. So John Ash, uh, former United Nations General Assembly President John Ash was found dead in his New York home, and the cause of death was reported as a heart attack, as WND reported. But the local Dobbs Ferry police said his throat had been crushed, presumably by a barbell he dropped while pumping iron. The death by barbell of disgraced UN official John Ash could become a bigger obsession for conspiracy theorists than Vince Foster's 1993 suicide, the report by Richard Johnson said. It's because Ash was scheduled to testify in just days with Chinese businessman and co-defendant N.G. Lap Sang, who was accused of smuggling $4.5 million into the U.S. and lying that it was to buy casino chips. Uh, The New York Post said N.G. earlier was identified in a 1998 Senate document as the source of hundreds of thousands of dollars illegally funneled through an Arkansas restaurant owner, Charlie Tree, to the DNC during the Clinton administration. One source told me, Johnson wrote, during the trial, the prosecutors would have linked Ash to the Clinton bagman and G. It would have been very embarrassing. His death was conveniently timed. Uh, could this be Hillary Clinton silencing people who know too much? Uh, we know there are at least, okay, uh, Gareth Williams. This is a killer, man. Gareth Williams. Yeah. Transatlantic MI6 spy whose dead body was found naked padlocked and stuffed in a 32 inch by 19 inch duffel bag that was sitting in his London bathtub. Had it, he had illegally hacked secret data on Bill Clinton, according to the UK Sun, the new site noticed um, his death is still one of Britain's most mysterious unsolved cases, but Scotland Yard had announced the death as a suicide, saying he locked himself in the bag. Gee. The only problem was his DNA wasn't found on the lock. There was no palm prints on the edge of his bathtub. Uh, and the apartment had been steam cleaned <laughs> between his death. So so after he killed himself and threw himself in the duffel bag, he steam cleaned the apartment to conveniently get rid of any DNA evidence there. Hmm. Uh, Anyway, so then it's, it goes back to some older ones, but which are are certainly worth looking through if you've never um, never done it. Maybe don't search for it on Google since they're probably <laughs> sending those search results to uh, um, to the NSA and what what have you. But um, oh, now you tell me. Yeah. <laughs> no, just kidding. If there's, you know millions of people searching for it, which I'll bet there is. Um, they're not going to target you because of that. You just might not get that government job you were applying for. Yeah, they're not allowed so, to look at that stuff. So, so anyway. Um, Some of my favorite are the... I mean, this is a very okay. macabre thing to say. And yeah. they're, not, they're not in here. But some of the early ones... Like kids playing near the Mena Arkansas airport. There was like two or three kids. Tied them to the railroad tracks. Yeah, there was like two or three kids that were murdered who who were playing near the Mena Arkansas airport. And it was just like, I mean, it seemed very cut and dry that they had seen something, you know, gone on to report it. One of them got killed, and then shortly after the other one gets killed. It's just extremely dark. Yes. But it, I think it just Let, shows it, if you can kill kids that are watching a drug deal go down. I mean, sky's the limit with actual MI6 agents and senators and you know attorneys. Let's say uh, they had nothing to do with any of these people dying. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you be like too distraught over having all these family friends and staffers and? 
people you know just die suddenly and tragically, you'd be just too distraught to continue with your political career. This is some Job-level death. Yeah. So, I I would like to see um, a statistical analysis of, yeah. you know, some insurance adjuster somewhere uh, putting all of those <laughs> together and saying, what's the probability that the common denominator of the Clintons having nothing to do with any of these. I got great news. I had great news earlier today. I got a call saying that I was accepted to be an intern for the Clinton campaign. (laughs) (laughs) Think I should. Great. Great, Tim. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say no. No, you don't think I should? No. (laughs) Coincidentally. Yes. Would you be interested in my microphone if I was to be... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, I would not have any use for it. So. <laughs> oh, that was the sweetest thing you ever said. Yeah, if, the, if you die, the show dies with you. So, All right, moving right along. I go into obscurity until I'm able to um, invent some sort of contraption to make uh, home life easier. <laughs> Only there was a way to keep your wife from stealing the covers. Hey, there was a uh, press. They got some press. Oh, yeah? Giz- Gizmodo covered the, the cover clamp. Are you kidding me? That's awesome. No, it is awesome. So, And the, the price has come down, so, I'm, you know. You're saving up? Saving up. Well, I'm still, you know trying to be supportive on Facebook hoping for a free cover clamp at some point but <laughs> sure enough here it is it's on Gizmodo I found yeah. it 15,000 more emails uh, uncovered in the Clinton probe um, and then Clinton Foundation gets ethics after the fact so you, the Clinton Foundation is once again making an uh, an appearance in the news, uh, the news headlines. Remember, last time this happened was when they pushed out the email scandal. Right. So it's possible, you know, they're like, "Hey, the Clinton body count. There's nothing they can prove. Let's push that out there this time." Um, rather, they do not want the Clinton Foundation stuff out there. So. The Clinton Foundation said, yeah, you know, once Hillary gets elected, Bill will resign and we'll stop taking money from foreign governments. I don't believe uh, that. Which, uh... Well, did you hear the the recent findings that came out? I mean, they're, they're, donate, they're donating their, their money to nonprofits, their own. Their own, yeah. That's their a, own foundation. That's a great idea. <laughs> so... Which, I mean, that part of the scam is really common. That's why, you know, every Seahawks football player has their own foundation. Sure. Um, You know, it's... It is what it is. Lots of of people that have a lot of money do that. Um, However, (laughs) not lots of people's own foundations are getting millions and millions of dollars from... Uh, Qatar, you know, Saudi Arabia, um, and places like that. So, so they said, okay, well, we won't do that. So then the question becomes, well, if it's a problem when she's president, why wouldn't it be a problem when she's secretary of state? Kind of an important position when dealing with foreign governments. Uh, let's see. Anyway, I, I watched a little bit of the, uh, Sunday morning talk shows before church on Sunday, and this was a topic. And so you, uh, if you're dealing with the Hillary spokesman, <laughs> this is great. I saw this interview live. I should have got a clip of it. He said, the Clinton Foundation is doing such important work that if, if we were to shut down the foundation, people, millions of people's lives would be put in danger because they wouldn't be getting the uh, malaria 
prevention and the HIV medication through the Clinton Foundation. I thought I thought, so, I thought Bill Gates was handling malaria and HIV. He claimed, you know, he claimed millions of people could die if we shut down the Clinton Foundation, which could be true, but not because of the good stuff the Clinton Foundation is doing. <laughs> could be all right, let's just start a war with Russia. Everyone will forget all about this. But anyway, so, and this is the story I was talking about, kind of combining the politics and economy themes. Meet the hedge fund puppet master behind the U.S. presidential election. Okay. It comes from, from Zero Hedge. In the world of hedge funds, few have achieved as much consistent success and profitable returns as Jim Simon's Renaissance Technologies, the multi-billion dollar fund which was which unleashed and popularized quant investing, and whose leg- legendary medallion fund, run mostly for fund employees, has been the object of LP lust for years. However, just as notable is that Jim Simons, who Forbes calculated recently is the 50th richest person in the world, and who made $1.7 billion last year alone, is not only a prominent prominent Democratic donor, but has been one of the most generous sponsors of Hillary Clinton's presidential campaign. And a recent analysis by the Wall Street Journal calculated that of the $48.5 million donated by hedge funds to the Hillary presidential campaign, Renaissance and mostly Jim Simons is the second most generous with $9.5 million, runner-up only to saving capital group of $10 million, and followed by Democratic stalwarts such as Paloma Partners, the Pritzker Group, and of course Soros with $7.9 million. To be sure, Simon's appreciation of Clinton has been duly noted in the past, most recently by The Observer. Um, all right, yada yada. But then, I thought this was interesting. Yet, while Simon's unabashed support for Clinton, both ideological and financial, and criticism of Trump is very public, what is perhaps less known is that Rentex co-CEO, billionaire Robert Mercer, is the man who is now pulling the string behind Donald Trump's entire campaign. It did not start off that way. Robert Mercer began the presidential campaign by throwing millions, some $13 million to be exact, in financial donations at the person who was Trump's main financial challenger, Ted Cruz, through a super PAC run by Kellyanne Conway. Keep the promise before the Republicans' campaign was extinguished by Donald Trump. Much more importantly, Mercer is the person who secretly instigated last week's bloodless pooch inside the Trump campaign, which saw the surprising overthrow of Paul Manafort as Trump's campaign chairman, who subsequently resigned from the campaign due to allegations of undisclosed links to Ukraine lobbying and the potential corruption, which also implicated the consultancy firm of Tony Podesta and the appointment of Breitbart Steve Bannon and Republican pollster Kellyanne Conway. All right. Um, top Trump donors said the staff reshuffling showed the Mercer's widening role in the campaign and was a potential setback for Trump campaign chairman Paul Manafort who had sought to tailor Mr. Trump into a more traditional political figure. The expansion of a billionaire donor sway in the campaign follows more than a year of Mr. Trump criticizing major donors on the trail and casting his rivals as puppets for accepting the backing of super PACs. All right, so the same hedge fund... (laughs) <laughs> is one of the biggest contributors to both. Uh, we got one CEO on the Hillary Clinton side and the other CEO on the Donald Trump side. So these two people supposedly, you know, on the opposite ends of the spectrum, um, still run the same very successful hedge fund together. Wow. So. Wow. In the, uh, if you could put that one in the category of if voting changed anything, they'd make it illegal. But that's that's crazy. I think I think you might have been right on this whole thing. <laughs> he's gonna implode. The, he's gonna he's gonna give it up. He's the only human being that could that she could beat. <laughs> it's possible that. With a rival, um, and you know, I mean, they even got Gary Johnson in there, who's uh, now he's out there saying he supports carbon taxes. 
Oh, good. Carbon, like, carbon like someone explain what the very basics of libertarian thought are to uh, to Gary Johnson. Someone, please do that. Because it doesn't seem because like... a global government carbon tax is is kind of the opposite of what libertarian thought is. You keep about. saying that word, but I don't think you know what that word means. I don't. I don't think he knows what it means. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you know what that word means. Uh, uh, There's a show on Netflix that Doctor Future would absolutely love. I got to figure out how to get it to him though, because. He is quite a. Uh, was it? Would it be neophyte? No, no. Uh, luddite. He's a luddite. Thank you. He's quite <laughs> a luddite, and streaming a show through the internet is some sort of magical <laughs> hocus pocus that he's not involved in. Uh, as a matter of fact, I tried to send him a Kindle book one time, and he read me the Riot Act that we should use real paper because he just doesn't trust the man enough to read a book electronically. But my point is the the show is awesome. It's called uh, Stranger Things, and it's uh, it's weird. It's like a it's like a cross between ET and the Goonies. These these mm. b- these boys discover this uh, this you know uh, young girl who was abandoned somewhere, and uh, some kids start going missing. And there's a big government building nearby. I mean, it goes through MK Ultra, Alien Discovery. I mean, it's got a lot of stuff. Remote viewing. It's it's a very interesting show. Really pretty entertaining. Uh, kind of weird how that stuff's all out in the mainstream these days. Yeah, it's been like that for quite a while. I mean, you know, <laughs> for quite a while I've been having conversations with my dad that start with, well, that's kind of like this show or whatever. It's like, well, yeah, kind of, except that's a bogus TV show and this stuff's actually happening. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do. I, I did enjoy it. I don't know if anybody else out there will, but it was just really, really well done. And I, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I love the early eighties motif. You're, we're the same age, man. It was, it was cool to see like giant headphones and banana seat bikes and, you know, the big radio shack walkie talkies that are like the size of a you know shoe box. And it was, uh, it was in see everybody's hair and it was just, it was kind of cool. You ever see the movie, uh, the boy who could fly? No, it's, I watched it because it's referenced in a thrice song. Okay. Song for Millie Michelson. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a cheesy 80s movie about a boy who could fly, but anyway. Speaking of Thrice, have you heard their new album? No, they have a new one? Yes. Very, know. very good. It's uh, a, a nice mix of like uh, Christian theology lyrics mm-hmm. and like truth music themed lyrics so interesting i'll have to check it out yes everything from drones to uh human depravity that's what we cover <laughs> that's what we cover here on the show Dr- everything yeah. from drones to human depravity yeah that's, that's a tagline <laughs> that should be the title be the title of the show drones and human depravity <laughs> So last from, three from s- drones to human depravity. That's actually kind of a narrow, uh, you know. That's not that's not really A to Z. So what is that's kind what, of a narrow a, spectrum? What's a, what's a big one from? Uh, no, that, that's good though. To, from drones to human depravity is it, it's yeah. it's catchy enough. Oh yeah, I like it. I like it. You could do, you know, from blood moons to. From blood moons to antichrists. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> There's. <laughs> that's another good one. Um, so, what do all those fabulously uh, successful companies up there that are making it? So, housing prices are shooting up um, like never before. Well, like sometimes before, every other time it's been a bubble. But uh, what do those companies do that's 
That's so amazing, Tim. Well, um, I would say, I don't know. I mean, what, what, am I, what, what kind of thing are you putting me on here? Uh, Amazon sells everything on the planet, on, you know, under the sun. It Microsoft. still manages to not really make any money at it. Yeah, yet. I guess they're just, the, the goal is to put everybody out of business first. Right, yeah. Um, That's kind of like Walmart's goal. Um, Microsoft makes a mediocre operating system. Uh, Boeing makes uh, death machines in planes to fly around in. I don't know, man. Yeah. It's war, like war, finance, and uh, apps. Sell, sell apps. 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 And advertising. Just because you don't have a smartphone doesn't mean people don't buy apps, Andrew. Yeah. You want to buy an app? <laughs> I want to sell an app. I got an app for you. <laughs> it's called the Nap app. You turn it on and it measures your sleep and then it wakes you up from a nap with the sounds of Revelations Radio News. <laughs> all right. So we're all going to be on the lookout now. Are you ready? I'm ready. Is Hillary Clinton the Antichrist? <laughs> and look for signs of a blood moon. Basically, somebody will die between now and the next show, and then we'll know. Then we'll know. We'll know. Yep. We'll totally know then. So well, keep there an eye actually, out. There, I hope there's no blood moon between now and the next show, because there was just a full moon a couple days ago. So Yeah, no, I'm just saying somebody might die between here and the next show. Then we'll know the blood moon is right around the corner. <laughs> well, I think they already know when the blood moons are, Tim. Not this one. Nobody knows. <laughs> this nobody it's knows. Caused by by Planet X. NASA's been lying to everybody. Oh uh, yeah, Dude, yeah. A lot of those, you know, those photos that are like taken from space, they're all like photoshopped. I mean, this is this is real. <laughs> uh, we never have gone flat Earth on this show, happy. <laughs> No, no, we haven't. Well, if we ever do, we don't believe in vaccines or hang it up. Yeah, we don't believe in vaccines or global warming. So close enough. Yeah, it gets lumped. (laughs) According to Obama, we don't have time for a meeting of the flat Earth Society. Woo! Obama, (laughs) Obama, Obama, golfing during the flood. You don't care. Yeah. Louisiana's just—I mean, it's could it be any more evident that the rest of the country does not give a crap about Louisiana? Oh, n- never has. Never has. It's like, tell us when you dry out so we can go eat some really good Cajun food. Let me talk to you about this real quick because I'm going to go crazy if I don't mention it to somebody. Everybody keeps saying, "Well, Bush didn't go either." Bush went, man. He went. Oh yeah. He flew in. He set up a generator, acted like there was power, did a press conference, and got the heck out. That is a thing that happened. Everybody keeps saying, Obama didn't go. Well, Bush didn't go either. He doesn't care. Bush actually did show up for like five minutes. But I just want to like point this out. History is being rewritten before our eyes where they're saying, well, he never went. And Obama doesn't have to go. He's just golfing right now. And coming up is the anniversary of Pearl Harbor. So that's well, important. And people need to remember... Uh, that uh, the reason for that, they screwed, they screwed that up on purpose to expand homeland or to expand FEMA. FEMA, yes, yeah. So that was the oh look at what a terrible job we did. Oh, it's so bad. Maybe if we triple our budget, we'll do better next time. But you're not saying that that's what they're doing with Zika, is it? CDC's uh, trying to expand its budget by saying we need more money to fight it, and meanwhile they're mosquito fogging entire parts of Miami Dade County. Oh, that yeah, it's totally what they're doing, but they're um, it's a slightly different method. Yeah, you're right. They're going with the oh, you're scared of this? Okay, give us money. We'll yeah. keep you safe from. <laughs> Instead of what if we let it flood again? We need more FEMA. Yeah. But but at the the reason they chose that event last time and the reason Obama's not showing up is you I think you're right no one cares or no the political elites 
do not care about Louisiana. No. At all. Never have. Yeah. Got it from the French for like 50 bucks back in the day. (laughs) (laughs) Says the person who lives in Oregon. Come on, man. (laughs) The Louisiana purchase ended in Oregon. Let's go. Get it together. (laughs) So, what was the... How much did Alaska cost? I don't know. It was a sewer dice box. I said, what an idiot. That guy wasted money on Alaska. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's... uh, Yeah, that was... It's only only paid for itself about... A bajillion times. I don't know, a million times over. We are straight rambling. You need to give us words of wisdom so we can get out of here. Uh, I thought right when we started the show, I should have written down words of wisdom. Mm-hmm. So words of wisdom for this week are always be prepared just like me. Okay. All right. You're always prepared, buddy? No, never prepared. But All right. <laughs> That's it. That's a wrap. That is a long rambly show that was supposed to be a short show. Tune in next week when we count down the days till the next blood moon, the Antichrist, Planet X, and... A copy of this podcast, as well as links to each story covered, are available at revelationsradionews.com. To contact Andrew and Tim, or to support Revelations Radio News, please visit revelationsradionews.com and click on the Contact tab or Support tab. Please check out the other podcasts at revelationsradionetwork.com and thank you for your support of this podcast. Don't you say we're in this together, you and me. Compete only with yourself. (laughs) Always compete. And you'll both win and finish last every single time. Come on, man. You can't be (laughs) be doing both. You'll always be a winner in my book.